Seishera. I'm Elaine. I'm Scoop Magoo. And we're in the flesh. We are in the flesh in for the first flesh. time in quite a while. And <laughs> for some reason, when I hear in the flesh, I think Cronenberg, David Cronenberg, and <laughs> like some sort of reference to one of his movies. No. no. Um, okay. We just got back from Bull Moose and we spent, I spent way too much money and I don't regret a minute of it Yeah, or we, a cent of it. We both, uh, both got some good hauls. Looking forward yeah. to talking about it. All right, so let's just get into it. Why don't you go first? Uh, I'm actually I brought my book out first. So yeah, let's, let's start with books. Same. So yeah. um, this is something that Elaine recommended to me, and since I had both a nice gift card and some nice store credit, I figured why not? And this looks amazing. It is uh, Uzumaki by Junji Ito. It is. Um, he's one I've of the for, best horror mangas ever made. Yeah, I forget. I think you told me what it's about, but it, it's just, about a town that becomes slowly obsessed with spirals. Interesting. Yeah, don't don't spoil it for yourself. It just yeah, I mean, just looking through the art style, I mean, this looks amazing. Yeah, and I'm I, just like to, to the point that like I almost want to just talk about it next week instead of music almost. Yeah, I mean, I I am uh, I love I'm it really much. really really excited like, to read this. I, I don't know if you can see down over here. All the Ito oh, <laughs> books that I have, nice. yeah, I I adore him. Uh, he is one of the best horror like writers and just an amazing artist. Um, absolutely yeah. psyched for his stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I actually was looking around for manga. I was hoping that they had uh, some more of the Ghost in the Shell mangas yeah. there, but they did not. But then I was looking, also looking for like, because uh, I I like weird alternative belief stuff because mm-hmm. I think it's just interesting to read about. And I was hoping that they had uh, Eliphas Levy's, um, I think it's Ritual of High Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found this in sense Magic, a History, um, which seems kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, just like, from like, I don't know, just talking about uh, sort of the cultural history of it, almost. Um, I'm kind of a nerd for this type of stuff. I like you yeah, know, weird like cool. esotericism and stuff like that, so... I can't wait to get started on this. I, I I actually have a whole pile of new books that I need to get through. Uh, and old ones. And then I also have a little copy of this really nice hard copy of uh, Leaves of Grass that Sweet. I just started. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, I guess let's dive into the music. SIDS. Yeah, I, I got vinyl and CD. I really had a multimedia haul today. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you get the vinyl first? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, so I actually got a few thing, or a few artists I had multiple stuff from, so I'll group them together throughout this episode. Uh, was just listening to uh, Pink Moon for the first time in a while by Nick Drake. Uh, my wife, Lauren, uh, I don't know if I'd ever listened to her before. She really, really enjoyed it. And today, the bonus we go to is now selling used vinyl, or pre-owned vinyl, which yeah. is not something I did before. And they had two really, I think, in pretty good shape copies of uh, Nick Drake's other two albums. Um, yeah, Br- Brighter Later and Five Lees Left. I have not, I've listened to Pink Moon a ton. You know, very somber um, folk, you know, just, just you know, him and his guitar. Yeah. I have not listened to anything from these. Uh, I really like the feel of like almost, I don't know, like there's a nice um, texture on Brighter Later. Which is cool, and then five leaves left is a gatefold, which is Ooh. is cool. I assume, I mean, I can check real quick. I assume that they're both, yeah, just black vinyl. I don't know if these are reissues. They just seem like really well kept. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah. I actually thought that that was. It. I thought that was either Nick Drake or it was that Boris album. Yes, because isn't it? It's a. Yeah. It's a re- yeah. Yeah, so, it's, it's like a, almost like a shot-for-shot shot yeah. remake of the album cover. But yeah, I'm really, really excited to play these. Uh, pretty pretty well-priced, too. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I'm just picking randomly. Oh, uh, Steve Reich, Electric Trains slash... Or no, um, Different Trains or an Electric Counterpoint. I've seen... This CD has been at Bull Moose. Every time we have been there, I've picked it up, and just put it on my basket, trigger. just never pulled the trigger. 
I decided today, fuck it. Um, because Different Trains is supposed to be really interesting. And it's also based on sort of, you know, it's talking about uh, his comparison sort of between the subway systems of, like, Manhattan and, like, Auschwitz trains. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's kind of interesting to see that. Um, and Pat Metheny is on this electric counterpoint. Oh, nice. Part, which is uh, not the last time we'll hear about Pat Metheny today. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. So I Sweet. don't know where I'm going to put I'm just going to... Put it back in that Yeah, bag. I'm, I'm going to... I have two bags. So. Sweet. Yeah, so I don't usually buy... Uh, so these two were used. I don't usually buy new vinyl because it's usually pretty expensive. But since I had this nice cushion, I figured I'd go for it. Um, I'll be honest, this wasn't the release in this band's trilogy that I was hoping to find. But it was... It, I mean, it's still a really good record. And it's on colored vinyl, which is cool. This is... Kveltsanger by Olver. Uh, oh, this is in their their original black metal trilogy. Oh, um, right, right. But this is the Bergtat, this is the uh, right? the dark folk. So they released Bergtat, which is you know kind of um, Agalock before Ag, you know kind of the folksy black metal atmospheric stuff. Then they released uh, Kveltsanger, which is is just all neo folk, dark folk. And then they released Natan's Madrigal, which is just raw riffing black metal. Uh, this is on yellow vinyl, which I'm really excited to pop open i might just do that quietly while we we talk yeah um but yeah i mean it's 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 really interesting how they just released a really engaging trilogy of like black metal adjacent and, and you know black metal releases and then just proceeded and, then, and they just proceeded to completely like they haven't released anything that really sounds close to metal since this period and yeah. uh i oh, um was it shadows of the sun yeah, those, yeah. I mean, it, it has a dark, those it's, dark moments that it's in, are... It's in the ballpark. Yeah, metal For sure. Um, but yeah, that's a really... It's a nice foresty... It's a yeah, this is a gatefold. And then we'll see what this... Uh, I wonder if it's it's clear or transparent. Oh, it looks like solid yellow. Oh, no. Transparent. Translucent nice. is the right word. So nice, nice tra translucent yellow. Um, yeah, it looks like a really cool... I'm curious what... Lauren is going to think about it because this isn't like usually she prefers like indie folk. Obviously, this is more like traditional, yeah, Scandinavian tradition. But I, I kind of want to. I, I I would love for Lauren to listen to Current ninety three. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she. I don't think she could pass his vocals. Honestly, um, <laughs> I still like to get into Current ninety three. But <laughs> okay, picking one at random. Uh, oh, the Smiths, Half Full of Hollow. Nice. Uh, which, That's... I guess, if we're including that, I have uh, Lavin and Bombs here. Great. Those uh, are, I think those are the only two compilations I personally own I think... of any band. Uh, yeah, I think me too. Um, I'm just going to put this here, and when that come, come, comes around, we'll talk about it. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I have any more need for any more Smiths, because I think I have everything now. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm psyched, because I fucking love the Smiths, and... Um, yeah, now it's like kind of complete, and I actually I'm, it was cool to find both of those albums there. Yeah, it's, usually it's like either or or like one of them's just like thirteen ninety five, yeah. and I'm like nope, but both these were used. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those great you know great singles on there. Yeah. Um, definitely definitely worth it. It's not just a completionist thing. They have some great great material. Yeah, definitely like this thing. I I really have that. There's hasn't been a Smiths project that I haven't enjoyed. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, a little while back we were talking about how uh, we should explore early Shabazz palaces, and I decided to do that. So this is of light, which I think I've heard before. Is that like their EP, like debut debut EP? It's yeah, it's either their first EP or their second EP. Uh, I think I listened to it once and enjoyed it, but it was a good price. And again, like I said, the theme of this episode is just going for it on stuff. Yeah, it really is. Um, um, and I think part of it was just. I'm kind of sad that I don't really like Shabazz Palaces anymore. Like, I just, I really haven't, as much as I loved Black Up, I'm, I have not enjoyed a project of theirs in, like, a while. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think I'm, I'm harsher on Lacey Majesty than I should be just because it wasn't, it wasn't Black Up. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's still, like, Lacey Majesty, like, it's, it's still better than <laughs> everything else that, that's yeah. come after. Yeah. It, so. And especially the, la the last project in particular, really, it just, it was just really not good. It was just really, really not good. Um, and this, I think... Oh! Interesting. I didn't know. It didn't say it was colored, but it's a nice... It's uh, a nice green. Nice translucent green. Very, very cool. Yeah, so, you know, 
If you don't know, Shabazz Palace is really, really great. Abstract, hip-hop, um, Black Up is their, is their peak, unfortunately. But uh, Yeah, but it's such a good peak. It's Yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to go out on top, that's one hell of a way to do it. Oh, yeah. It just kind of stinks to go out on top on your, like... Um, <laughs> and you're like your first yeah, album. your proper debut, but that's you know that's I, fine. There have been a couple of projects like that. Now that I really think about it, but yeah, I think that's a subject for another time. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Oh, Almond Brothers. Uh, Eat a peach. Um, I this is actually one of the few albums that I went in today yeah. wanting to buy and knew that I would buy it no matter how much it was. Kind of, and I found it for six bucks. So nice. Hell yeah. Um, because I. Like, I think we were talking about this last week, but yeah, goddamn, dude. I, uh, I fucking love Live at Fillmore East. It is just such a great album. Yeah. And I just can't wait to listen to this because it is just like, I, I, I'm really glad I discovered like this, you know, side of the Elman Brothers band that I never knew because I always thought it was just Ramblin' Man. Yeah. And I fucking hate that song. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's great. It's really, really well done blues that has like a lot of like, you know, improvisational elements to it. Nice. You know, borders and jam band. It's nice. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I was expecting that. When yeah. You, when you, you mentioned it from last week. Yeah. Um. So my fa- last uh, last piece of vinyl is I saw it and I was like I had to text Lauren because I know I have one of their albums on CD and I, it was not this one so I got it and it is Leg End by Henry oh, Cow. Yeah. Um, which is their which, first album. Yes, I and I think this is. Um. What's the other one I have? It's like Process of Learning. Yeah, it, um, In Praise of Learning. In Praise of Learning, yeah. Yeah, which is with uh, uh, Slap Happy. Yeah. And I was really excited to see this just because um, every time I listen to that CD, like once in a while when I get the hankering for it, yeah. I'm like, I should listen to more Henry Cow. Yeah, and I, you know, I've been meaning to listen to more Henry Cow because like I have like three of their CDs and I just, oh, four, four actually now that I think about it because I think I have what... Leg end in praise of learning, unrest, and then concerts. Um, yeah. I remember one point, ever, I think you we talked about concerts on a, another Buys episode at Bull Moose. I, at least I remember. I no, remember no, but, but, but I, I had a Henry Cow book. I oh, think, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, which is right there on the shelf. Uh, yeah. which it, was, it was a very interesting book. Um, definitely a good biography of the band just because of how political they are, and this guy definitely brings a lot of you know, political and, like, cultural theory into it, which I, you know, normally I would kind of balk at a little bit, but it's very fitting for them. Yeah. Because they're all, like, these art school students who are, like, you know, just super into all this weird stuff. Yeah. It it just works. Yeah. Um, And uh, I am looking forward to listening to this because I have not listened to Henry Cow in a while. Yeah. And and it's, like, it looks like a reissue. Yeah. Um, Uh, I mean, it's new, so, yeah. yeah. Which I, I didn't know that they were still reissuing those. Yeah. I, that I is awesome. Also surprised to see it. Yeah. Um, okay, Stooges, Funhouse. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I um, I was just thinking, oh, if it's there, and it was. And uh, I really love this album, uh, probably more than any other Stooges album, uh, which I guess isn't saying a lot because they really only have like three albums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because uh, I remember I used to be really into their first one. And uh, it just hasn't, kind of didn't grow on me as well over yeah. time. Uh, but this is just like start to end, just like awesome. Uh, nice. No complaints there. <laughs> yeah, one of those uh, one of those bands I've always, you know, I've, I've, yeah, you've, I've never like fully gotten into them. To yeah. Really listen to them. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, part of it is just like, I think they kind of have like a, almost like a Beatles type of fame that like they're almost like, you can't shove them off of their pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, I think they deserve it to a point, like the Beatles. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just like, um, I remember they, cause they uh, Jim Jarmusch did a documentary on them. Mm-hmm. And he starts it off by like, oh yeah, this is, uh, the, you know, this is Iggy Pop from the greatest rock band of all time, the Stooges. And I'm like, yeah, but... <laughs> They're not. <laughs> like, sorry, sorry, Iggy. So, sorry, Jim Ostertag, but they're, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I always find it weird people say, like, greatest. But 
like like that. I, don't I mean, know. I I I'll say one of the greatest. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but just add that like, one little one little caveat. I mean, I, I feel like we're just splitting hairs though. Yeah. It, it's it's so like I mean, Jim Jarmusch has his own thing going on. He has a band with Johnny Depp and shit <laughs> like that. So like you know what. Let him let him do what he wants. Yeah. Let them eat cake, as Marie Antoinette <laughs> said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, think yeah. Next. Yeah. Um, so this is one of a few things I bought with Lauren in mind, only because there's a song on this that we both like very much, and it is uh, "The Darkness." Permission to lay. <laughs> just, just because Lauren liking the darkness is really funny. To we me. both love. Uh, I believe in a thing called love. Just like, tongue in cheek. You know, like over-the-top, like, you know, radio rock, and I just love that song. And there's a nice... Wait, is, is that a Stevie Wonder cover? Isn't that a Stevie Wonder cover? I believe in a thing called Love. I'm pretty is sure. Uh, I mean, maybe it could just be this, like, a, you know, a track that's different. Oh, that's interesting. the same name, but... I would, I would love... There, there, is a, there is a Stevie Wonder song uh, off of uh, Talking Book. I think if it's a Stevie Wonder cover, they they had their way with it because I don't know if you'd recognize it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I I've never listened to anything else by them, but it's just that song is like just such feel good ridiculousness and uh, it's a nice little butt in the front, which is always yep. a plus. Yeah, they, they, so, they've always had you know some pretty good artwork. Yeah, um, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. To, isn't there one where like they're like two girls and like a pie? Or I think so. Like that. I yeah. Think so. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost as on the nose as the band uh, Pink Cream 69. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're European, and this is like their take on like peak like 80s so, rock. So like Steel Panther, but not with like the uh, the the uh, sort of the awareness, uh, like the, you know, the, the tongue-in-cheekness of it yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, uh, Stan Getz and Charlie Bird, Jazz Samba. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I was really hoping this would be here. There were two copies of it. Um, Sweet. Yeah. I, I just I had Getz Gilberto on the other day, and goddamn, I love that album. Just such good vibes. Um, and I listened to this a few years ago and really liked it, but I never really thought about buying it until today. And nice. it's kind of more that like bossa nova, yeah. feel good type of stuff yep uh yeah i'm i'm very excited for it good stuff <laughs> yeah it's I, i'm really like i'm happy about literally everything i bought today. yeah i am I'm, i mean I'm I, I, not not that you like I, well, why would you buy something that you wouldn't be excited for yeah but um but yeah kind of on that note i was a little disappointed in the metal selection i, I just felt like yeah. i was just, i was hoping that's where i started i was hoping to get some good good stuff because usually metal there's a lot of stuff that I like, but just it's you know it's a little little it's, little it's, higher up in the price range. So and I was like, it's oh. really meager. Yeah, exactly. But today was I found a couple things I was excited about. Uh, this is a uh, Celtic Frost to Megatherian. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't fully know what this sounds like. I know that it's uh, uh Tom Warrior. He was in, yeah. in, in Hellhammer. Now he's in uh, Triptychon. Yeah. And this is you know considered a seminal album for extreme metal again have never listened to it before but because i do remember listening to it at one point yeah again i have no idea no idea what i'll think about it but i mean the, the album covers icon yeah it's an iconic metal yeah it's album a cover. um hg or net night yeah isn't that um hr geiger or whatever i'm yeah, yeah. that sounds right um Cause, so yeah he he did some other uh, i think he did the last trip to con album yep as well so yeah i mean i'm looking for look forward to listening to it no it's a pretty seminal album and extreme metal but you ever just look at how ridiculous that album cover is though it's it, it's uh i mean it's it's yeah. it's the it's the devil using jesus christ as a slingshot yeah it's it's about you know talk about on the nose it's a bit it's a bit on the nose in terms of... <laughs> yeah but like sometimes that's fun like you know in like i was telling you earlier i was listening to dimmu borgir's um enter in darkness triumphant this yeah. week and just like it's so on the nose with just like you know th like isn't there a song called like it like in league with satan or something yeah. like that. It's well, just, I mean, that's there has to be. And it's just like, oh, like it's just so good. Yeah. Like, like it's just like it's just fun, and it's like you, you kind of hope your parents hear this because yeah. you kind of want to freak them out a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I'm I'm worshiping Satan full time now. That's my job. <laughs> oh, um, man. oh, tortoise. Uh, millions now living will never die. Oh, it's such a great album. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was hoping for TNT. I was hoping I'd find yeah. that here, but um, I've actually never listened to either. I don't think I've ever listened to a single Taurus album, except for, I think, that one with the self-portrait of the guy. Mm. Yep. Um, maybe. 
So I, I just, I've heard really good things and it's kind of like post-rock, but it's like a sort of jazz flair to it, mm-hmm. if I'm right. Um, yep. So I'm psyched to listen to it. Uh, this is actually one of many, like, sort of blind purchases I, I just made today. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a great, yeah, I love that album. Um, so one of my, I don't know if it's like guilty pleasures, but one of my favorite um, musical movements I liked in high school and I like to revisit is the, like, zany cyber or not like cyber guess, grind. like cyber grind or like over the top like kind of the like Genghis Tron yeah, Genghis, yeah stuff ones. like that yeah exactly yeah. and one of my favorites from that period is an albatross and I don't have this album it is uh, Blasphemy of the Peace Beast Feast Giver <laughs> and the pre-owned sticker is covering it um, that's, that's and, the name yeah and it's it is a uh, oh of the Peace Beast Feast Giver and the Bear Warp Kumite. I don't know what any of that means, but this is actually, there's like 18 tracks in this. I don't know if it's like typical. Um, and oh my God, the album is full of different types of bears in corpse paint, which <laughs> that, that is delightful. Oh, that's great. I Although love I, I guess a walrus isn't a bear, so maybe it's just, just different, animals different kind of paint. Animal. Yeah. Dude, but, that, that's that's a photo, like, you know, album that somebody should make. Like, I would buy that. Yeah. Animals and corpse paint. <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is just take a picture of a panda. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Like, you know, you, you, panda's done. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to listen to this because I have, I have one of their EPs. Uh, I think it's uh, it's something Laser Vikings is the name of it. Or I Am the Laser Viking, and that's a really, really fun, like... It's only twelve minutes long, so I, sometimes I listen to it just on repeat because it's it's so easy to do that. So. That's really funny. I I've never heard of that band. Yeah, I just they're they're a band that I listened to briefly in high school and just have come to appreciate more now that I'm looking for that. You know, when I yeah. look for that old sound that I used to love. Yeah, so. and thankfully it's just not I wrestled a bear once. Yeah, I I, I like, remember when we were really into them. I every time I listen to them, like I start out and I'm like, oh man, I miss this so much. But then. Their albums lose steam so quickly. Yeah. Like the this the the shtick that they have just absolutely fizzles out by yeah. the end, unfortunately. I did like that whole thing where like they, they said they were gonna go black metal and they had that whole picture in Revolver. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Revolver? Uh it could have been Metal Hammer. I, I think so, yeah, I remember that. And then they like just didn't, yeah, they, they didn't do that. <laughs> but it was a great picture. Yeah, though. exactly. Um, what okay, so let's see what's next. Oh, David Bowie, Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Nice. Um I really didn't want to pay the full price for this thing, but uh, I really wanted to get it because I've just been, you know, really wanted some Bowie. But also I was, so this is a weird story, uh, but I've been really interested in cut-ups, um, you know, uh, the Burroughs technique of yep. cut-ups. And Bowie used cut-ups a lot okay. in his music. And so I was, they, there's this video of him just cutting up random lyrics, and it ends up being uh, the lyrics to, I think... Um, Mm, Moon Age Daydream, I want to say. Like, yeah, I'm an alligator or something like that. So, I don't know. That just got it in my mind. And, like, this is, you know, this is prime Bowie. I mean, any Bowie is prime Bowie. Yeah. I went through a phase where I just bought, like, a ton of, like, the Berlin. Yeah. And then, you know. I, I, so a few years ago, I I mean, many years ago now, I bought, um, like, Aladdin Sane, Diamond Dogs, you know, a bunch of these awesome Bowie albums, and I just didn't appreciate them, so I ended up selling them. Yeah. I'm really kicking myself, because, yeah. like, those were great albums. And, yeah. like, I just was just like, nope, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, today was one of the first times in a while I've sold back CDs, just because I was just, I liked the appeal of, of like, getting credit, and, like, just constantly, but then I felt like I was ultimately regretting a lot of stuff I sold, yeah. so, you know what, let's... Pump the brakes, save yeah. up. Um, next one, uh, Daft Punk, Homework. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, I, I, I saw that there. Yeah, uh, haven't really. I mean, obviously, I know around the world. I don't and Defunk, but I haven't. I've listened to Discovery a ton. I love Random Access Memories, even though it's a little. I think it's a little inconsistent. Um, but I'm looking forward to listening to this in full because I haven't. It's uh, all, you haven't? Uh, no, I, I mean, I used to own a copy of Homework way back in the day. Yeah, and I just. There are some good tracks on it, but I just found it personally to be really repetitive. Like, yeah, I mean, to the point their, of kind of like yeah. annoyance. Yeah, but like with Discovery, like it felt like they were breaking stuff up every so okay. often, except for like that last track. Yeah, uh, where it just kept going and going and going. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm curious to hear it. I mean, we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see if, if, if you're fine with that repetition, that's like a like that that's considered their best album, I think, by a lot of people. 
Um, that might be hard to top Discovery for just because I, you know, like, just so good. like it just it's so hard. In term- it, that's another one of those albums that I sold, and I wish I didn't. Yeah, sold. it's one of those like it's really hard to top like peak dance for me. Like one more time, like just for me, like when I think of like a great when I think of like just a great dance track, just one more time always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, oh, so Zoo, uh, Way of the Animal Powers. Um, yeah, I so. I was looking in jazz, and I got through all the Zorn albums. There's nothing there mm-hmm. uh, for me. And then I saw this on like the next shelf because I thought it was a continuation. And I've heard of this band, and I just looked online just to see like what kind of genre it was. And I was right; it was kind of like experimental rock. I don't know why it was in. Um, I don't know either. Jazz. I didn't think they were a jazz band. Yeah, I don't know so, much about them either. But... Yeah, I don't really know anything about them. So this, I mean, it was nine bucks. You know, new yeah. or no, pre-owned, I guess, but it's it's, it's wrapped, wrapped up. Yeah. Um, so you know, and it, the cover's kind of cool. So, oh, that is cool. Yeah. So I thought it was, you know, why not just take a chance with it? Um, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. I just haven't I'm trying to even remember a single album of theirs except for this one. Um, next for me, I've been you in, didn't. I've been getting really into just buying like when I want to get into an artist because I've you know I've expendable income now i'll just buy like their hold of the or like whatever chunk of their discography i'm interested in even though you sold all of yours before well well, um (laughs) but we're talking about the xx by the way yeah this is the xx i bought you know coexist i see you and then the self-titled uh really i just that um intro like the the, it's literally called intro on their self-titled i mean that's such a great um such a great track Mm -hmm. um they listen all the time in high school um but I feel like I, I didn't give Coexist enough of a chance when it came out and when I first bought it. Uh, I see you. I feel like it was kind of the same way. And on all these, there are songs that I think are really, really good. Like on this one particularly, um, is it yeah? On hold. It's a it samples a Hall and Oates song, and it's really, really. It's one of my favorite, mm-hmm. favorite samples in like this kind of, like, dancey indie pop. Um, the only thing that held me back from them in the past was I feel like their vocal delivery can be a little deadpan, like a little too deadpan for the, the music, but I'm interested to give it a shot. You know, like I said, I today was just kind of a, you know, go for th- throw the numbers out the window and see what happens. So, yeah. And I, th- I think Lauren might, might appreciate it. So I'm looking forward I, I to really seeing one, it. I was looking for In Color. Um, is that? The, By Jamie XX. Yeah. yeah. I, that's, I was, that's a, that's a great. Yeah. Album. It's, it's a, it's an awesome album. Yeah. I just, uh, I didn't think I saw it there, but maybe I wasn't looking in the right place. Yeah. Cause for some reason, like Eno, what, like Brian Eno was in rock instead of electronic. Oh. Um, which was kind of strange. Yeah. The, there were a couple of strange ones. Like they have Limp Biscuit in metal, but not Linkin Park. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, Okay, let's see. Oh, Converge, All We Love nice. We Leave Behind. Oh, yeah, nice. I was really hoping that this would be here, and it was. And I'm very happy about it, um, yeah. because I've been wanting to add to my Converge collection for a while. Because I think I only have, what, Jane Doe, uh, No Heroes, and Axe to Fall. I think that that's all the ones I have. Which, all great albums. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, I... I just love Converge. So yeah, they're, they're hot take. Converge is good. Yeah, hot take. Yeah, <laughs> this is just. I mean, so many great tracks on this thing too. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, Aimless Arrow, Coral Blue. The title track is like probably one of my favorite Converge songs. Yeah. that was actually that was one of the uh, Glacial Pace or um, yeah, one of the uh, maybe, might not be that song. There was one song with Lauren because I, I bought, yeah we, we were we we did a lyrics episode. Yeah, you so were talking about Glacial Pace. I, I bought like the it was like a booklet that came out and, and Jacob Bannon did an individual piece for every single song, which is really cool. And there was one of the, I think it's Glacial Pace, but she read the lyrics and it kind of helped her realize or appreciate the metal a little bit more that the, mm. it's not, they're not just screaming about nothing. Um, you, you wouldn't know from Jacob Bannon's delivery though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, great, great pick. Uh, next, uh, Newfound Glory, Sticks and Stones. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite. You're really going retro. Today. I know I am. I'm going back. One of my favorite pop pop punk albums. Uh, uh, this and Catalyst are my favorites from them, but I feel like Catalyst kind of loses. It's it's kind of when they started going in the like 2000s, like just kind of radio rock direction. Whereas this is definitely more of the the pop punk everyone. I, I'm just waiting you for you to pull out a Carnifex album. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 
Just but, like the new Acacia Strain album. But this is like when you listen to stuff like this, you know exactly where like the new like bands like A Day to Remember, Easy Core, like they listen to a ton of newfound glory. Yeah. Like like understatement. Well, see, I, I always kind of you. I always kind of lumped them in all within like sort of like the same time frame. Yeah. So I wasn't really because like I was just like oh yeah pop punk no thanks yeah back in high school. But there are so many like uh, it's been a summer is probably my favorite. You know, Head on collision is great. Um, but yeah, uh, the last song on this is called the story so far, and there's a ba- there's a band yeah. called so like it's clear that they had a huge. I mean, if you listen to a day to remember, they. I mean, it's just it's it's. It's newfound glory, but you just amp up the metal, yeah. the, like the like the breakdowns, the heaviness. Uh, this is just, I definitely pop punk can be very hit or like when I go back. Sometimes, especially like I'm thinking Blink One Eighty Two. Like sometimes their immature lyrics just don't. All the small things. Like like when I aliens are real. <laughs> when I listened to it back in the day, like I thought it was funny, and now it's just not. It's like oh yeah, it's like, oh I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't find that funny anymore. So I, I always thought the whole anima of the state like album covers is like in the title. It's just like the dumbest thing. It's pretty dumb. And like, I, and I don't get me wrong. I, I like dumb things. It's just that like it was just like it. It, it just felt like they were trying way too hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. It was. It was way over the top. Super immature. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. What is this? Oh yeah. This so this is a uh, Ornette Coleman album, but it's with uh, Pat Metheny. Oh, the song X. Yeah, Song yeah, X. Yeah. yeah, with uh, Jack DeJanette, Charlie Hayden, and uh, I guess Ornette Coleman's son. Yeah. Um, but I, so I guess you have this. I do. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, that's a really cool album. Yeah, I, 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 I knew I. It sounded familiar because I think we talked about it before. Yeah. But um, and I'm like, dude, Pat Metheny and Ornette Coleman. Like, I actually really want to. That is a really cool. Listen album. to that and Jack DeJanette. Yeah. You know, it's just like hell yeah. Um, no idea what to expect from it. Can't wait. Nice. Yeah, that's a great one. I haven't listened to that for a while, but that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that they would have, like, another couple of, like, classic Ornette albums, like mm-hmm. um, uh, Change of the Century or something, yeah. but they didn't. I, 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 every time I look at my CD shelf, I forget just how much, I think I have close to, like, 10 Ornette Coleman CDs. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, I just, like, they're, I just... They're all great. I know they're all great, but for whatever reason, I just have a ton of his stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um... So I recently finished my LP collection from this guy. Um, there was, I think it was a pretty cheap copy of Newberry Comics, the last one I needed. And uh, this is an EP he released called Sometimes the Blues is Just a Passing Bird. And it's the tallest man on earth. Huh. Uh, he, uh, it's very, um, I'm going to say this and you're going to cringe, but like he essentially, he's from, oh, it must be Sweden. I think he's Swedish. But he sounds like Bob Dylan, like a lot. But like, <laughs> but like a more, but like a good Bob Dylan. Yeah, like I think he's it, like the tone of his voice is very Dylan-esque, but like I think his delivery is a lot better personally. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind Bob. Certainly, I don't mind him as much as you do. But like, I definitely, um, it gets old. <laughs> like I have, I, there, yeah, I have a couple uh, Dylan CDs, and definitely hit the way he he delivers is a little old. But like, yeah, this is, it's amazing what he's able to do. This guy, I forget what his name is. Um, like the guy, cause it's just one dude, but it's amazing what he's able to do with just his guitar and his voice. Like he creates incredibly enthralling engaging. Cause one of the knocks on the singer songwriter indie folk is that it gets really old. It's just a, you know, a guy singing with a guitar, but he's, he kind of falls in the Nick Drake category where like just the way he, he sings his lyrics and his you know guitar playing just really keep you coming back. I, I thought you were going to pull out a mountain goats album. Uh, no. I, I was actually listening to the mountain goats a little bit this morning. Yeah. Uh, and because I've never really listened to them before, John Darnell, hot take. John Darnell sounds like Les Claypool if Les Claypool actually tried to sing. Oh, I got I got to listen to them with that in mind. That's yeah. really funny because that's all I could hear when I was listening to them. Like, yeah, that's like that's Les Claypool. That's Les Claypool singing. Oh, that's that's really funny. <laughs> okay, uh, what do we have here? Oh, King Crimson, Starless, and Bible Black. Nice. Which um oh. Yeah, I found two King Crimson albums. Uh, yeah, so Starless and Bible Black and Three A Perfect Pair. Uh, and the latter of which I'm really psyched for because uh, they had like this trilogy of like new wave sort of albums in the 80s. And this is like the final one of that. And I had the other two already. Nice. So I'm really fucking psyched. I did not expect to find either of these. And I am just 
over the moon about that because I will buy anything King Crimson right now. Sweet. Um, yeah. Star Wars and Bible Black is supposed to be... I mean, they're all supposed to be really good. Yeah, I, think I really enjoyed that episode we did. Yeah. Export. Yeah. Oh, it was so much... Yeah, just... And, like, just having the... Like, I had Discipline on a few weeks ago, and just, like... Even some of the deep cuts of that were just, like, really stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. Uh, just fucking great band. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I got a couple albums, too, from Matmos. Oh. I got Quasi Objects, which is one of their earlier albums, and then... A chance to cut is a chance to cure, uh, that, which uh, is a little bit later. That specific copy, I think that's been at that bull moose like for years. Interesting. <laughs> well, now now it's mine. Yeah. Uh, so the quasi objects, they just uh, it's it's you know they're renowned like experimental electronic duo. Um, Always sampling some weird yeah. things. So quasi objects, I guess they just sample just whatever stuff around their house. Um, uh, chance to cut is chance to cure. I guess they sample like surgical sounds. Yeah. So. And I first found out with them, um, the album where they sampled the washing machine. Yeah, that was, uh, oh, I can't remember the name, but yeah, it's... I forget too, but... Um, it's something too, uh, Ultimate Care too. I think so, yeah. yeah. And like when I first heard about that concept, I was like, that sounds awful. That sounds like really like a, yeah. a, a, a gimmick. But then, for some reason, I listened to the lead single... And I was like, this is fucking genius. It is. Like, it's crazy. It's like, super impressive what they do. It's, it, honestly, it sounds like, like all their, the the concepts behind their albums, like, that sounds really goofy. But they just, yeah. they make it work. And yeah. I, I've just, I've become a really, a really big fan of theirs. You ever listen to yeah. Supreme Balloon uh, from them? No, Because it, so. it's them just using synths instead of samples. Oh, that would be interesting it, to hear. And it was really good. Yeah. Was, it, that, that was actually my first Matmos album that I listened to. Nice. Was, I really liked it. Yeah. Sweet. Um... Uh, Oh, the residents not available. Oh, look at that! Yeah, nice. I, I didn't expect them to have any residents yeah. there. So to have this album, which is the one at residents album I want to own, was awesome. Uh, you know, if you want to hear more about it, just listen to our residents episode. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just great. Album covers weird as fuck, uh, but they're a weird as fuck band. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely that was a that was a fun episode. That was a fun album. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that that a couple of those albums got old after a while, personally. Just, yeah, I I think they they're just like one of those bands that you just can't listen to, like. Yeah, I think listening to them in sequence like that was a little. Rough, or at least for, but... yeah, for me, I I can't. Yeah. Do that. It'd be like if I listened to like all my Murder Bow CDs. Yes. In, in, yeah. At once, like it just yeah. wouldn't work. Um, great. Yeah. Yeah. So in the spirit of of, of someone completing my discography uh, of bands, I got Reflector. By Arcade Fire. Uh, I recently Why? bought. I recently okay. Stick with me. <laughs> I recently bought um, like the rest of the CD that I needed from them up till Reflector. Uh, their most recent one was really bad. Yeah. I really, really did like it. However, I feel like I heard Reflector at a point where I don't think I was. I don't mean like ready to appreciate. Like I didn't understand it, but I just think that like what they were going for those sounds I wasn't like interested in at the yeah. time, and I feel like. A lot of times when I think back to the albums I was lukewarm them and have revisited recently, I've kind of skewed, like I've trended more positive. Um, and I definitely think the, the opening title track is, is really, I, I actually genuinely like that. So like a, it's, I, a, it's a cool disco ass. It's funny because Reflector is the only Arcade Fire album that I think I've listened to in full. <laughs> and it's long. Like I didn't, re I forgot that it's a double, or like the, it's a double CD, which I did not, I did not expect. Um, it's also really stuck in the package. Oh, don't you hate that? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I always feel like I'm going to break something. Yeah. Like, with, like, the amount of force I'm using to pull it out. All right. Sometimes. I think I'll... I'll when, once I'm ready... Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing if... Because they took a departure towards a more, like... Disco-y. Yeah, quasi... Yeah. I guess you can call it experimental. I mean, it's experimental for them. Um, yeah. So... Which isn't to say... Much. Yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, know. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to be mean to Arcade Fire. It's just... They are just one of those bands that just, like... When I think about indie bands being pretentious, oh. they are just on the very yeah, top. Yeah, they're they're that. they're up there for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> let's, let's let's wash this out a little. Let's get a palate cleanser. Yeah. Uh oh, at the drive-in, uh Acrobatic Tenement, which is their debut. Nice. So I think I have every at the drive-in album that isn't the new one because Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I it's okay. I don't need to listen to it, but I've really enjoyed their earlier uh work before Relationship of Command. So, yeah. I was actually, I think I was going to put this thing away, and then I was like, fuck it. You fuck know? it. That's, that's a great attitude. Yep. Which, again, fuck today's it. theme, fuck it's it. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> speaking of fuck it, um, 
The Weekend trilogy. Yeah, I I've, I saw that. I've been wanting to get this for like I I think every time we go to Bulmos, I pick this up and put it down just because usually you know it's it's twenty bucks for the yeah. whole but again it's a fuck it day so uh, this includes uh, which is is when I got into him was his yeah. first, his first three mixtapes which originally were for free. Uh, this it's you know they re-release the CDs but yeah. also include a bonus track on yep. each each version and fuck am I excited to. I, Especially uh, House of Balloons. Yeah, I love love that. You know what we should do? Maybe we should do this for the next episode. We just listen to the whole trilogy and just talk. Yeah, about it. yeah, I'd love that. That's that would, great. And, and but then we'll also talk about Uzumaki. <laughs> we'll just, just, just make it the most random bullshit. The most episode. random bullshit. We should yeah. call it that random bullshit episode. Random bullshit episode. But I'm I'm actually really interested to you know open I, this up in the. I haven't listened to the trilogy like for years now. It's really yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. Like of, I, I used to love. Like I used to listen to Thursday all the time. Yeah. Uh, Thursday is still probably my favorite out of those. I didn't spend as much time. That's one one of the reasons I want to get a just because I love House of Balloons. I love that early weekend phase, but also just because I didn't listen to uh, Thursday and what's the Echoes of Silence. Yeah, I didn't listen to those two as much as uh, House of Balloons. There's some so, great track. Like yeah. Initiation of Echoes of Silence is like low key one of my favorite yeah. weekend songs. I mean, I, I liked all of them, but just House of Balloons really stuck with me for the, whatever reason. That was probably my least favorite actually, Be, because of uh, I think it was a Dangerous Games. Is is that, is that the one that's on there? Like the the really big single from House of Balloons. Um, I forget. I, I think it's Dangerous Games. I just wasn't a big fan of that. Okay, this is oh okay, uh, Death Magnetic by Metallica. Nice. And I also have uh, Master of Puppets and Black Album. Sweet. I just went all with Metallica. Yeah. Uh, because I have never bought an album from Metallica. Well, that's what I thought. I remember I bought uh, Live Shit, Binge and Purge, which was like yeah. a four CD live thing, uh, which was not very good, um, <laughs> frankly. I'm And I, I say that as like a mega Metallica fan back in the day. Yeah. Um, that insane anger. So yeah. for obvious well, reasons, I might as well have not owned well, a single Metallica CD. Yeah. Uh, but Death Magnetic is actually one of my favorite Metallica albums, uh, unpopular opinion, but I stand by it. And I really like this edition that has like... The, oh yeah, the, that's the, really the cut cool. out like uh, coffin yeah. throughout the entire thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I was super psyched to find this, and then uh, same thing, you know, Master of Puppets and uh, Black Album were like the same price too. I'll use nice. so I was just like, let's let's do it. Yeah, let's do it because I, you know, I I like Metallica still. I just you know it's been a long time since I've really sat down and listened to them. Yeah, so th- this will be a nice a nice thing. It's a good thing, yeah. just like Martha Stewart says. There was one one time where I just I bought. Like the four, the four big albums in their discography, you know, I bought. Yeah, you know, Kill 'Em All through um, and Justice for All. If, if they had had any either of those used, I would have bought them too. Yeah, uh, because I, I mean, and Justice for All was like I probably fucked without that album more than any other Metallica album in yeah. high school. Like I was obsessed with that album. It's a great, it's a great album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though it has probably the most bizarre production I've ever heard on an album. Like, if you really, like, sit down and listen to, like, Blackened, you can hear these little clouds of noise that are just, I think, from them trying to actively turn down Nick Jason Newstead's bass. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's really funny. Hey, but it's like, I, I, I can't listen to that album the same way now. Um, yeah. Just, like, e- even though I still love it, I just can't, like, I, I, I just hear those bits of it now. Yeah. Uh, at least in Black End, in like more of the thrashier hits, like one is still fine. Yeah, one's great. One's a great, great song. Yeah. So believe it or not, we're at the end for me at least. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, the Slow Rush by Tame Impala. This is the new newest. Um... I I still love your your whole uh, your your whole like spiel about it. Yeah, it was like your album of the week. A beautiful seaside Italian villa, and you you know it's a beautiful day. You go in. To order at this nice fancy gelato restaurant and all they have is vanilla but the thing is is vanilla is my favorite flavor of ice cream <laughs> so but what i love about this album is first of all i also bought it for lauren loves this album especially uh lost in yesterday is such a great single um their early stuff was much more like like neo psych like kind of the indie 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 version of like psych rock um and on i think it was called currents yeah uh that one they kind of they wanted to be a synth a synth pop band, but I don't know if they were ready yet. Just because based like they were still stuck on their psych roots, and this one they actually embraced being a, just being a synth pop band and kind of in, incorporating some psych elements, but still just focusing on the hooks more so. And I think it worked for them. And yeah. there's a lot of great songs in it. 
Um, even though it is like very, very vanilla, very like I, very sweet. I can't wait to see where that places in your in your top, you know, album of the year list. We'll see. Yeah, I we'll know it, it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun <laughs> ride. Uh, DJ Shadow oh, introducing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I I don't know why I I I mean I've just never owned it and uh, yeah. you know it's a great album so I just bought it <laughs> and it was used so all the better. Uh, I don't really have anything to say about it because I mean it's just like fantastic. It's, yeah. it, it's a great album. Yeah. Um, Unfortunate career, but great album. Yeah. I mean, I'm still holding on hope that him and Nas do a collaborative album. Oh, that would be that would be uh, sick. <laughs> yeah. It'd be really funny is it, like if it just turned out to be just like it would be, be like the Lulu of their <laughs> career. <laughs> I mean, I hope not, but who knows? <laughs> like it's it, it's one of those things that's either going to be really good or really bad. Yeah. But not both. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. We're still going through mine. Um, oh, Skeleton by Aesop Rock. Wow. Yeah. I uh, you, you mentioned this in the car that you were looking for your copy of Skeleton. I think I got to it before you. Oh, that's beautiful. I, I, I'm sorry. I love but... that. But it, it's not a rush moment because I didn't, you know, yeah, you... I, I didn't know you, you didn't. I didn't know you knew. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. We, oh, that's we, we, funny. This was after the fact. Uh, I am really psyched about this because this was like the one. Like, this was the Aesop Rock album. Like, yeah. The, you got me into him through this album. Yeah. And uh, I never owned it until this point, and I'm so psyched to finally have it because there are just some great tracks on this thing. I mean, Go for Guts is like a great track. Yeah. ZZZ Top. Is I I I, tr- I still try to rap the ZZZ tab. Uh, I I can I, and I have like half of the song I think. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> out of all of the Aesop Rock songs, right? <laughs> um, oh, Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. Oh, nice. Um, I just figured because you love Tribe Called Quest so much that I would just pick like a random one. Yeah. Um, and I they didn't have uh what what was their first one? Um. Um, the People's Travels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was the only other of like the big albums yeah. that there's that I saw. So I just went with it. Travel West is so weird for me because I thought, I don't really, I don't really like, I don't mind, like I've come to appreciate low end theory, but that's what took me a while to get into them is I, I don't think it's, I think it's okay. It's a little one note. And I thought it was just cause it was their earlier album, like their earlier albums that they hadn't really fleshed out. Cause Midnight Marauders is so much more. Beats, flows, everything is is more creative. But their first album is even better than Low End Theory, so I don't yeah. know, I don't know what happened. I, but... I have Low End Theory, which yeah. I, and I enjoy it. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm just talking for me, like just what I was looking for for them. Yeah, it's just interesting that like it curved around Low End Theory in terms of what I was looking for. Yeah, and I I apparently the BC Boys are on here on this um, on all these heads, like they're somewhere. Interesting. Uh, the, like there's a whole list of people who are who are on it. Um, which I think I see them. Um, a couple of them. Yeah, I think they're on the back here. Um, yeah, I, I, which I don't think I've ever listened to Midnight Marauders. No, I actually think that's, that's a great, great album. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I like Low End Theory, so, you know, you know, based on what you're saying, it can only get better. Yeah, um, I, I think it's, it's them definitely growing. Like, there's a, you, you, there's a lot of, like, from the foundation of Low End Theory. Yeah, uh, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, uh, Night in Tunisia. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I, uh, I've always wanted to get more Art Blakey. I think I finally bought Monin this year. Uh, after sitting on it for years and years and years. Um, and yeah, this was like one of the only other Art Blakey albums that they had there that was that I like knew of. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, <laughs> can't complain. Awesome hard bop going on. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Art Blakey is really good. Um, oh, this is so I, <laughs> th- there was a point where I was like, yes. And Scott was like, ooh, I like, I know that sound. Yeah. I like that sound. And it was because of this album. This is uh, Bill Evans and Jim Hall, uh, Undercurrents. Sweet. It's just Bill Evans on piano and Jim Hall on guitar. There's no other instrumentation on this thing. Wow. And it is a beautiful album. I, uh, I've i looked for this thing for so long. They had a copy of it at Newbury that I thought about buying a long time ago and never did. And it was so cool to find it here. And the, uh, the album cover is just... Oh, that's really very cool. strange um, for a jazz album. It's like this woman drowning, I think. I like it. 
I mean, yeah. not, not that she's drowning. But I, like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I like the photo. You have it on record now. It's oh, got, man. yeah. Uh, no, it, it's a really cool photo. It's a beautiful album. My only complaint, I, I think it was because uh, this came with a Bill Evans like set that I had a few years ago that I ended up selling because I just don't listen to those sets because yeah. they usually they usually put like two albums on one disc. Yeah, which is annoying. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like that. Um, but when I put that when I put Undercurrent on on from that collection, the uh, the mix was really bad. Like oh. the production was really bad. And uh, I'm hoping it's a little bit different here. But even if it isn't, this is still a beautiful album. Um, on that note, I recently I bought a Led Zeppelin box yeah. set. Uh, this was a few weeks ago, and I was really excited about it. And then I opened it up, and I saw that they had like the spines. They had one and two on the same yeah. jacket, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And like my my enthusiasm like dove down. But they just have two CD. Like they just, I guess oh. it's like fit in the box set. They have like yeah. two CDs in each booklet. And I was uh, like, oh, thank God. Because yeah. I would have been so disappointed. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that bums me out. Like, I have Black Sand and the Sinner Lady, uh, the Mingus album. But then it also has, like, Mingus, Mingus, Mingus uh, yeah. right after it. Which, I, I like both of those albums a lot. So I, I don't mind it as much. But still, I, I, I would prefer to have the yeah. separate ones. Yeah. Which, I, if I had found a copy of Black Sand and the Sinner Lady, I would have bought that today. Yeah. But it, unfortunately, was not there. Um, oh, 22 a million by Bonnie Vare. Nice. Um, yeah, I was talking to Scott earlier. I finally listened to this yesterday, um, uh, just on a whim and, um, I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't want to buy it full price again, theme of the week. Plug fuck it. it. Plug um, it. you know, but I, this is an album that like, I really can't wait to sort of have grow on me a little more and, yeah. uh, just kind of listen to a little more because the production just, there's some insane stories behind it. Like mm-hmm. apparently, um, they took like tape of like some of the vocals or I, I don't even know if it's the vocals it's just tape of some of the recorded instruments whatever and just crumpled the tape up and then played it back hmm. and I just think that that's just like one of the most batshit insane things yeah. that I've heard of and I think that's so cool because yeah. I like I, I love when people experiment with tape um, it's still like it's so interesting still like I, I just like there are a couple modules I have on the synthesizer over there that are like based on uh, you know, tape deck and like reel to reel and things like that. Nice. Uh, Sonic Youth, uh, Daydream Nation. Nice. Um, yeah, I was hoping that they would have um, a couple of other ones like uh, oh, like Confusion is Sex and mm-hmm. like um, Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Uh, this was the only one they had aside from uh, I think Dirty and uh, like Greatest Hits. So I just went with it. You know, I I I I, I like this album too. So yeah. You know, uh, not going to complain. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if it's just one... Yeah, okay. Because it, it was a double album, uh, but it, there's only one CD. Unless they fit it on... Which is fine with me, Yeah. <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, Leprous. Uh, Pitfalls. Again, didn't really want to spend... Oh, is that the newest one? Yeah, it's, nice. it's the newest one. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this. I mean, it, it made my uh, year-end list last year. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just... You know, I, I think they're just a great metal band. They are very... Yeah. Um, you, despite you know, the, I think there are a lot of people on Heavy Blog who think that their quality has kind of gone down, which I I, I, I don't agree with, but yeah, I'm not really I, I sure mean, why. It, like I think it's just like because they're like they're not making like you know Cole Part Two or like Bilateral Part Two. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I, I love the direction that they're going in still, and uh, this is just you know yeah adding on to that. And I personally, some of the metal, like, not many of them, but there are a few of the metal parts on Bilateral. I think are a little. A little too like groove metally for my taste, so I, I, I actually I, I love that shit. No, I, I I like all their albums, but I just I it's interesting. I feel like they've just improved, like they've they've kind of grown into the style that I always thought that they were, you know, they were kind of leaning towards. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Elton John, Madman Across the oh, Water. That's yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> like I mean, Tiny Dancer is is in Levon. Levon. That, that's such a great one-two punch to open. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I actually used to... I bought a copy of this on iTunes, and uh, I don't know if I ever listened to the whole thing, but, you know, I, I have um, Tumblebee Connection, which I really like. Goodbye Yellowbrick Road, which I don't like as much, frankly. Um, it's a long. Yeah, it's just, like, even, like... Because, like, the best song that is, like, Handle the Wind. And, like, even that's not one of my favorite Elton John songs. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Madman Across the Water was like one of the first, you know, Elton albums that I was really interested in. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> We're still going. We're still going here. Um, <laughs> Sonny Rollins, uh, 90th Village Vanguard, but this nice. is uh, the two-disc version. So uh, a while ago I bought, uh, I thought I bought this from Bulmus, but it was actually a version that just had the second CD. What? Yeah, and it wasn't like it was like a double album with one CD missing. It was literally, they had, like, this was part two. Yeah. And you could buy part one on a separate disc. Yeah. And that pissed me off so much. Yeah. And so, like, I I really didn't want to pay so much for this, but I really like the album a lot. Yeah. And so I, you know, I'm like, let's just do both, you know, because it's just, I think it's a trio. So it's just, like, saxophone, bass, and drums. Yeah. Which is a really odd setup. Um, all things considered, and I really enjoyed uh, the second disc on this thing, and I mean the the first disc has like a couple versions of like Night in Tunisia and things like that, and uh, like four and like mm-hmm. things like that. So I'm really psyched to listen to it. Nice. Um, but I I don't know what to do with the second with that other disc now. Do you, do you want it by any chance? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, louder than bombs. Uh, finally found it. I think these last two are Metallica. Yep. Yes, they are. Great. So there we go. We got there. We got there. Uh, do you want to talk about albums of the week? Let's or... do it. Okay. Yeah, what do you got? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, so there was one album I was looking for and really hoping that was going to be here, and it was not, but that's okay, and it's the new Dizzy Rascal album. Uh, it's called oh, cool. E3AF, I want to say, uh, and I, I didn't expect this to be like enjoy it that much like i had it on the other day dude it is fucking bangers like yeah. just like from like the start like this the like the intro track is called i think it's god knows and it just fucking hiss like just wow. like from the first second and like when dizzy rasp spits dude like it is it is awesome and like you you've got just some great grind production and just it was it was so good i loved it nice um even like the ones that like there were a couple of like more poppy cuts on it and uh you know i even like those it was in it the nice thing was that it was short you know it was like around half an hour uh maybe a little more you know just perfect timing for me to like take a walk to and just you know feel like i'm a badass because i'm listening to dizzy rascal <laughs> uh yeah yeah so what do you have nice uh i feel bad because i i'm so bad with names i forget the full name of this album but elaine was nice enough to get me a early christmas present yeah. in um it is the microphones uh, the glow part too yeah there you go and it's, it's the last album before um he eventually phil phil Elvrum. yeah he, he went to form it's funny i i don't listen to them at all and you know i'm just bad i'm so bad with names <laughs> but he went on to form mount erie um and yeah i, I mean i haven't listened to them a lot since uh a crow looked at me just because Which, i mean it's like that's such a difficult it's album. such a like it's it's an album that i i appreciate immensely but it's really difficult to enjoy which i mean I, that might sound like a sl- but i mean it like as a compliment it's just it's so raw and emotional yeah i mean i i, I remember uh oliver from deep cuts sort of put it as like it's it's almost not music in a way yeah and like despite that it's like one of the best albums of the decade it's it's, it's fantastic um yeah but i hadn't i don't i think i heard bits like other mountain albums here and there but not i was looking forward to listening to like like a, a strictly microphones like just like a like a musical product they like to see you know the fact i had the the most of his that i listened to was a crow looked at me so i was looking forward yeah. to listening to and obviously it's it's probably his second most known or at least celebrated album of his career is the this microphones album and I, I would say it's probably celebrated more than a crow looked at me yeah um, i guess depending on but, your yeah but he uh he brings a lot to the table that i was surprised at i thought it was kind of lo-fi folk but it's just it's really it's really well textured and put together. Like you still have that lo-fi folk um, kind of feel where it feels like kind of uh, crunchy. Not, and yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Like it feels like very homegrown. But he layers sounds really well. There are some kind of semi-noisy, almost freak folk sections. It's just an incredibly well-rounded album. I, I loved it. I was really, um, it was a nice surprise, and I was really. <laughs> I was really glad that I finally listened to it because it's it's really good. I actually had it on a little bit this morning. Uh, was it this morning or maybe the day before? And I actually really want to listen to the rest of it. It's really cool. I yeah, yeah. I was really impressed by it. So just, I'll, yeah. yeah, a lot of time lo-fi folk albums are kind of they're very one note and they're it's just it's very uh, 
rough around the edges, which is a part of the appeal, but it kind of, depending how you do it, it gets a little old. But mm-hmm. I like that he embraced the aesthetic but was still able to write like a genuinely good mm-hmm. folk album versus just kind of leading on the fact that it's like, oh, like quirky bedroom stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, um, uh, yeah, the, I, I love the album cover too. Yes. Even though it's just like, I don't know, an elephant with matchsticks. Yeah. Um. It's cool though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's a very memorable album cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny. We're actually just at an hour now, and, and usually these episodes are our shorter ones. Yeah, but that's, that's that's how the cookie. Yeah, I, that's how I, it. gotta love that. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, thanks as always. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys, and. Uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Pod, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, We're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about or questions, anything like that. Uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishara Podcast on Twitter, and our email, I think, is Seishara Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.